0: Hey, talk, talk. This is more handle-y stuff with the glasses perched on his nose. Here comes the money. Handle should absolutely go to.
1: All right, KFI handle here on a Monday, May the seventh, and it's hot, hot, hot. Big stories that we're covering today. Uh, be prepared for uh, gas prices to go up dramatically. Gas jumps over 70 bucks a barrel, and that has a lot to do with uh, the president dumping the uh, nuclear, the Iran nuclear deal next week. Giuliani, eh, I don't even know where to go with that. It's contradicting himself even inside of his own interview uh, and interviews. And, of course, the, uh, uh, the Kilauea volcano is spewing like crazy. Actually spewing more than we spew on this show, which is kind of hard to believe, isn't it? All right, Guy Adami, it's time for Moolah Monday. Good morning, Guy.
0: And you're on the phone. Exactly. Hello, Guy. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of spewing, by the way, those great sound bites you play, those are typically not on your show. I usually do that in Jennifer's show. We're just making fun of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
1: well, we have Blake today uh, uh, who is uh, on the board as opposed to uh, John who's getting married to a woman. And it was – so he's just grabbing stuff.
0: I think it's fantastic. Muscle tough to John. So what do you want to talk about? All right. Uh, A
1: real problem is uh, the whole issue of uh, student loan debt, which is exploding. And uh, this may be a real, real, real problem. Uh, because what it's- student debt is over a trillion dollars
0: now? One point five trillion, I think, to be exact, and that number's you know not getting smaller anytime sooner. And one of the biggest problems, and you know it, it's you know P- let's say, let's just say for example, you were to borrow tw- a measly twenty five thousand dollars for college. I say measly. I'm not trying to be a big shot. You know what people don't realize is you know if you get into defaults or arrears or something, that number can easily double, triple, or quadruple over the life of the loan. And that's one of the real hidden problems. You know, kids go in with the best intentions. I'm going to get an education. I'm going to borrow money to do it. I'm going to get a great job. I'm going to pay it back. And for a lot of people, they're horror stories in terms of people in their 50s and 60s and what they still owe on these loans. It's madness.
1: And when you think about the numbers here, Uh, It's it's almost a perfect storm, isn't it? Because what you have is the amount of money you need for a college education today that has exploded beyond exploded. And the fact that when you get out, there's less of a chance of getting a good job with a college education than there has ever been.
0: Right. And then you feel like, my God, if I don't get a college education, what's going to happen? So you're even more, it's this, it's a It's vacuous cycle. I don't know what the answer is. And as technology continues to get into the workplace, there are fewer and fewer jobs. So I, I again, but in terms of the school thing, they don't make any more Stanford's, you know, they're not making any more USC's, but the, the demand for those schools continues to rise. I think UCLA last year, and I might be mistaken, I don't think I am, got, Over 100,000 applications. So, you know, whether, you know, costs can go up based on that because there are people out there that are going to pay. So prices continue to go higher, job growth continues to grow, wage growth doesn't grow, and you have this terrible, terrible problem of a trillion and a half dollars floating around in student debt. So I'm
1: assuming it's going to be a question of, uh, since it's uh, for the most part, the vast majority is is government, uh, of course, backed up, government Mm -hmm. guaranteed. I'm assuming that the only answer legitimately is going to be the government just has to suck it up, uh, forgive the loans and uh, just uh, add to the national debt,
0: which is already on top of the twenty one trillion dollars. Yeah.
1: You know it, It doesn't even matter anymore what it is. We're like Greece. Uh, and uh, in terms but of you, real assets and based on GDP, are we at 100%, 100%
0: debt? Basically, we're at, well, a little less, it's probably in the low 90s, but we're it's just, just you know, just for government workers, they say debt to GDP is basically 100%. That's a staggering figure now. You look at China for, by the way of example, that debt to GDP is about 240%. Yeah, which is amazing. By the way,
1: would you explain what that means, incidentally, the GDP and the debt?
0: The so US, the U.S. economy grows about $21 trillion a year. That's basically the gross domestic product of this country-ish. And our debt is basically $21 trillion. So the debt is 100% of GDP. China, for example, I think their GDP is closing in on $18 trillion, but their debt's closer, I think, $50 trillion. Now, the good news for China is most of that debt is owned by Chinese banks. So... You know, they basically own themselves. That's not the same here in the United States, and I'm not suggesting we have a bigger problem. But at a certain point, I think it matters. You know, you just said tongue-in-cheek that it doesn't matter, but you know full well that it absolutely does matter.
1: And just to give – I think the analogy here that works is if you make uh, $80,000 a year joint income and you owe $80,000, that's about where the U.S. debt is. Right, and, and it's
0: very hard, and and, you get, and and so either you spend less or you make more. Right, but you can't do both. that.
1: Well, the government simply just borrow, or you keep on borrowing, and, and you have unlimited borrowing power, and it gets to be completely crazy. And with that, uh, we're better off than most other countries, which I think is hilarious. The which world is, which is, is a hilarious. W- yeah. The world is awash in debt. At what point does the Great Depression come, and that one card— gets pulled out of uh, that house of cards.
0: Well, you know, we're not going to go down this road because it's way too wonky, but I would submit, and I think you probably feel this some way as well, that this birth, this rise of cryptocurrencies is exactly born out of the fear of exactly what you just said. So... I think cryptocurrencies should be a warning sign that maybe global debt actually does matter and people are getting concerned that the currencies of their countries are, in fact, these fiat worthless currency and maybe there is some value in crypto. I don't know, but I think history books will be written uh, and they will correlate the rise in cryptocurrencies with the concern about the debt crisis that we're seeing globally, in my opinion.
1: All right, you got it. Uh, Guy, thank you.
0: I enjoy it, Bill. Yeah,
1: always good stuff. Guy Adami, who, uh, you know, he talks about getting wonky, but he explains the wonk, which is uh, kind of interesting. The bottom line is we're broke. Uh, I have no money. You have no money. And whatever money we do have, it's all completely ephemeral. There's nothing there. It's smoke. It's Robin Williams coming out of a bottle and saying, What would you like? I want money. Poof, here it is. And then we'll take it away.